Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the special Thanksgiving episode of Cinema Toast Crunch. And as always, I'm your host, Garvis. And I'm Garvis. And I'm Kayla. And uh, we're doing something special this time because with uh, the new Star Wars movie just around that corner. December 18th, I believe, is the... uh, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, well... (laughs) No, yeah, it's got it right there. Uh, So we've decided to, instead of... We were originally going to watch a bunch of Star Wars shorts and talk about them for the wild card. But that uh, has since been changed, and we decided, well, since we were all going to be here, uh, we would go ahead and do it while we were all here for Thanksgiving. So. And do it just as a special shortened episode. Well, hopefully it's shortened. Yeah, well. (laughs) So, uh, what are the films we're going to be watching? Well, uh, the first one we're going to watch is the first Star Wars fan film that was ever made, and that is the classic from 1978, Hardware Wars. Okay. I've heard you talk about this a lot. Right. Uh, When Hardware Wars came out, they would play it on HBO between movies, occasionally, and it played at science fiction conventions. And the Library Commission actually bought a copy of it on 16mm. So the libraries would get it and they would play it. Okay. And you could watch it that way. It um, wasn't something that you ever got a major theatrical release. And there was no internet back then and no YouTube. So the fact that it got such a release and such attention is really kind of amazing in a way. But it's a very well done uh, movie, very well done short. It's, uh, let's see, does it have the running time here? It's only 13 minutes long. And uh, I actually have Hardware Wars on VHS. Uh, Warner Brothers released, I think it was Warner Brothers. It should have been Fox, but I'm pretty sure it was a Warner Brothers cassette. It's Hardware Wars and other film parodies. And it's got Hardware Wars and Porklips Now, both of which were uh, written and directed by Ernie Faselius. And it also has Closet Cases of the Nerd Kind, which is a Close Encounters parody. Right. And uh, I think Bambi Meets Godzilla mm. is on it. So there's uh, several little short films on that yeah. videotape. And it's quite a rarity. Usually, when you find a copy, you're talking, you know, 40 50 to 100 bucks. Ah. Uh, I did find a copy that was in my price range on eBay several years ago, and I purchased it. And I've got it up in the collection. So. Okay. And I actually wanted it for poor clips now because you never, <laughs> never see that around anymore. Yeah. But uh, Hardware Wars has been released on DVD. It is available. And when Star Wars Star Wars was re-released with the new added digital effects and footage, one of the producers of Hardware Wars went back and replaced and added digital effects into Hardware Wars. <laughs> and they re-released it on DVD that way Kid. Uh, later on. The, um, you know, Ernie wasn't a big fan of it. He 
said it should be the original way that it was released and left alone. And I kind of agree with him. It, yeah. It should be. But uh, that's the one that we're going to kick it off with. Uh, we're also going to watch George Lucas in Love. Which I've heard about. I forget who told me or where I heard about it. Well, uh, George Lucas in Love is essentially a, a combination parody of Star Wars elements and Shakespeare in Love. Ah. And it's a, a funny, very well done uh, little short film. And it was also given a proper DVD release. Now, what I've got is not the uh, the DVD release of the movie, but I do have it on a fan film DVD. Ah, uh, it is on a DVD along with a film called Star Wars: Dark Redemption. And depending on how long everything runs. Uh, we may end up watching that as well. It is a uh, 30... 35-minute. 35-minute fan-made uh, Star Wars film. And it's actually pretty well done. Since you brought it up, yeah. have you guys seen Shakespeare in Love? No. Yes. Oh, really? No, never seen it. I have seen it. Uh, and I enjoyed it quite well. I loved well. it. Yeah. Anyway, um, George Lucas in Love is only eight minutes long. And it's, like I say, it's very funny, very well done. Uh, it was written and directed by Joe Nussbaum uh, with additional uh, writing by Timothy Dowling. Mm. And the, the guy they've got playing George Lucas in it, he just looks, he, he kind of looks like a young George Lucas. Ah. It's uh, an actor named Martin Hines. Uh, the next film we were going to look at is a film called R2-D2 Under the Dome. Now, I've been trying to remember exactly how this movie came about, but um, it was made professionally and released on DVD along with I'm wanting to say it was like one of the the Star Wars releases on DVD is when it came out or something. I, I want to say it came out with uh, as a bonus disc from like Best Buy or something that with uh, one of the like big Star Wars releases. It may very well have been. I'd say I don't really remember. I read about it at one point and uh, I did find a copy and I bought it. But uh, there was some speculation that when uh, they released the big Star Wars complete trilogy Blu-ray box set a couple years ago that uh, they would uh, include R2-D2 Under the Dome. Huh. And it wasn't included in that set, but you know, nevertheless, it yeah. is out there on DVD. Um, I also want to take a look at the movie Troops. Now, Troops was another fan-made film, and it's essentially, if you will, a uh, what-if-cops, the TV series, took place in the Star Wars universe. Oh, that would be cute. It is really funny. Uh, there used to be a magazine that was published here in America called Total Film, and it's still published, but I believe it's uh, an import magazine now. Huh. And um, their big selling feature, they were in on the, the beginning of the uh, DVD craze, was each issue included a free DVD. Okay. And the DVD would have short films and trailers and other stuff like that with it. And the very first issue had the 10-minute short Troops on a DVD, along with trailers and so forth for other okay. uh, other films that were coming out. And I watched it. It's very well done, very funny. Uh, 
Yeah, it's a, it's a nice little movie. Okay. And the uh, the final film we're going to uh, wrap up with in our Star Wars short film film festival is one that uh, has not gotten a whole lot of press, but uh, I caught it one time just flipping around through uh, I don't know, it might have been Bear Share or something like that. It was back mm. in the days of file sharing. Of file sharing, yeah. And it's called American Jedi. And it is a mash of or mashup of Star Wars and American Pie. And it's it's very cute. It's done like a trailer for the movie coming out. And they do a good job with it. It's well written. It's as I said, it's funny. The actors look you know, they look right for the parts. Yeah. Um like all or a lot of these films, the special effects are definitely not, you know, ILM quality. You've got a, a little, one of those life-size puppet Yodas that they sold in the, the stores. Yeah. Not the real high-tech ones, but this was a, you know, fairly decent-looking one. But it's very static. You've got that as the Yoda character. Uh, see, I thought it was one of those little Yoda toys cause when we watched it. It is a toy, but it's made... Maybe it's, it's not, not like my Yoda toy, is it? That's what I thought it was like, but huh. I don't know what... It, this one tells uh, Star Wars stories. Yeah, I don't know. This one... Well, it, it, you can see in the film when you watch. It's uh, it's larger than, you know, a a standard action figure. Yeah, but it's way larger. Right, it's not really what I would call life-size. Uh, it's about the size, actually... You know the story about the... Uh, the sales contest they had uh, and the prize that they told the people that if you're the top seller if you sell more whatever they were selling than any other salesperson you're going to win a brand new Toyota oh, oh yeah no. I've heard this story yeah and this one woman she just really plunged herself into it and she Worked her butt off all month long, and she won the contest. And they took her out to the parking lot, and presented her with a toy Yoda. I still want a Toyota with Yoda painted on the hood. Well, it has uh, to be green. <laughs> the Toyota or the painting? Well, no, the car the, is going to be green, and then it's going to have Yoda on the hood. See, I thought you wanted a green Jetta. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, anyway, so we want to go ahead and start doing our little film festival and come back after each one. Uh, yeah, we can come back after we can come back after each one, or we can come back after we've watched a couple of them. Uh, we'll we'll figure that out as we go. Okay. We uh, don't really have trailers for these because most of them are only, as I said, ten to twenty minutes long in their entirety. Right. If you go on YouTube and try to get the trailers, you get the video. Yeah, you'll end up with the whole film if you're not careful. Well, whether you're careful or not, you'll end up with the whole film. So, uh, instead of leaving them with the trailer for films that are about the size of the trailer, uh, we'll see if we can't dig you up a special uh, Star Wars themed audio file to to go in here. Weird Al? Well, no. I wasn't thinking Weird Al. I was thinking, you know, maybe a trailer for oh. one of these Star Wars films. Or or maybe just like a clip from one of the Star Wars films. Or if we could find it, I know what I really would like to do. And that's give them the treat that keeps on giving. See if somebody somewhere has posted the uh, trailer, the ad, the the hype that existed for... The Star Wars Holiday Special. Ah. <laughs> because that is the the king of the non-canon <laughs> Star Wars uh, films out there, if you will. Mm. Uh, it was a TV special that was done with Chewbacca returning to his home planet to be with his family mm. for Life Day. And it aired, I want to say, in November, the year Star Wars came out, and got huge ratings, but 
oh man, did it leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth, <laughs> including George Lucas, who has basically blackballed it from existence. That's why you've never seen a DVD release of it officially. Uh, but it is available out there if you look in the dark CD back corners of the internet. Quick question. Uh, wasn't there like a droids Chris holiday thing? Or am I thinking of... I think it was an actual like spin-off thing that someone did, like an animated spin-off. Like it was C-3PO and r 2 I think it was like a holiday thing? There are actually two spin-off series, like Garvis was saying. Uh, one of them was droids, and that was R2 and 3PO. And one of them was the Ewoks. And both of them were children's cartoons that aired on Saturday mornings. I remember the Ewoks. I yeah. love my little teddy bears. Uh, neither one of them, to my knowledge, has ever been given a full um, series DVD release. But there have been... A, individual releases? A few releases of individual episodes. You know, it's like two or three on a, a disc yeah. or something. Um, there's also, in addition to the six films that everybody knows, uh, you've got two Ewoks movies that were made for television. Okay. Uh, I forget the names of them right off. I do too, but... It's like Caravan of Terror or something like that, you know? Yeah. Battle for Indoor or something. Something like that. Anyway, so should we go ahead and kick off this little viewing session? Sure, we'll kick it off with the 78 Classic Hardware Wars. Alright, and uh, we'll try to find some clips or something to go in between each of these. Okay. Alright. Hardware Wars. A sprawling space saga of romance, rebellion, and household appliances. Hardware Wars. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll kiss three bucks goodbye. All right, and we're back from watching Hardware Wars, which was an interesting little short. Yeah. I didn't know if you all had seen that one before I've or not. I've never seen it. Uh, as I said, that was 1978, so you're talking, what, uh, 37 years ago? Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> it it's a little dated in places. You know, you yeah. don't uh, kiss three bucks goodbye anymore. You you pretty much kiss your paycheck goodbye. <laughs> Depends on the film. Yeah, yeah. But um, nevertheless, it's still it's one of those things I treasure it from. Yeah, you know my youth and growing up, and there was just something about the fact that someone outside the Hollywood system made this movie. You know, someone that could have been, you know, me or my next door neighbor or the kid that is in my science class, you know, shot this movie. Now, obviously, there was a little more uh, (laughs) of a connection, I guess, to uh, maybe to the industry than me or the guy in my science class might have had, but right, it still it was a lot of uh, a lot of fun. It, it <laughs> oh, seemed yeah. like something you could do, yeah, with your buddies. Yeah, but you know, nowadays, you know, everybody gets butthurt about copyrights and all that. Well, no, I was gonna say nowadays, you know, you know, even like Jimmy down the street can get like four of his buddies together, get some cameras together, and shoot, you know, amazing movies. Right. So long as he, you know, manages to goad his parents into getting them, you know, the best. You know, video editing software there is for his device, right? And you know, with computer generated hint, hint, nudge, effect, nudge. Hmm? hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. No, I, I, I want video editing software and uh-huh. a better computer. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, you, you, you've got it sitting right there. What? A better computer? Oh, that's not that much better. It's <laughs> uh, my, mine's a decade old. Yeah, well, this one's. There. Well, this one runs seven. Mine runs XP. Yeah, well. So, but anyway. But Ours is a Paranosaurus. Yours is like, uh, Gigantopithecus. There we go. Yes. Mm-hmm. But anyway, <laughs> analogies aside. Yeah. Ours is Jurassic. Yours is like. 
Okay. Hun. If you think you're getting my computer, you can kiss my Jurassic. Okay. Um, That'll be his job. Yeah. No, I, I, I've I've kissed too much Jurassic at this point. You need to fill in for me a couple of times. Nope. Anyway, so what was the next one on the list? Uh, well, what did you think of Star of uh, Hardware Wars? It was cute for what it was. Yeah. Uh, the next one that we were uh, going to watch is George Lucas in Love. Okay. And this one was from, I believe, 1999. Yeah. About the time that Shakespeare left came out. Right. And uh, it would have also been right around the time of the first Phantom prequel, Menace. perhaps. Yeah. Um, I don't remember exactly, but uh, I'm, I'm thinking it was right about the time that the prequels were released. And as I said, you know, for anybody that wasn't around when the prequels came out or was too young to remember it for those of us that had grown up on Star Wars finding out that they were finally going back and there were going to be new Star Wars films this was just amazing news for us yeah probably as exciting I was when and then basically in the, the words of the fans sorry I'm stepping all over what you said fuck you in the words of many of the fans uh, they basically said George Lucas. George Lucas took his greatest creation and shit all over it with the prequels. Yeah, well, uh, I don't care for the prequels that well. I don't have any burning desire to go back and watch them, especially, especially Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones gets the brunt of everybody's hatred. I will forever shit on Phantom Menace. That's you know what I'm saying. I Attack of the Clones I think is much better than Phantom Menace, and uh, I think Revenge of the Sith is better than Attack of the Clones. Honestly, you know, to, to be honest, yeah. the way I would have liked to have seen it done, yeah, was they could have started at you know Attack of the Clones and made that number one, and completely cut out the first bits. Well, you, know, you could have had the establishing stuff to establish, you know, you know, Anakin and all that. But I mean, you could still have started from Clone Wars, then done Revenge of the Sith and had something else in there to establish Darth Vader as, you know, the badass he became, you know, or that we knew him as in the other Star Wars movies. Yeah. And it would have been just fine. You could have seen, you know, like I guess flashes of Luke and you know the start of the rebellion. You know, and all this instead of what we got. Well, it, it honestly could have been a better, you know, prequel trilogy. Yeah. If they had just taken that first movie and, you know, not done it and just started from two, made it one, made three, two, and done something else in there to fully link everything together. Well, one thing when they originally made Star Wars. Well, Lucas says he has this all planned out from the beginning. I don't buy that. I do think he thought of it as, hey, maybe we could you know, do some more movies or whatever. Well, the rumor was, after he did Star Wars, yeah, because it did so phenomenally well, he then went and made the next two movies in line. Well, he talked about, there was an interview he did, I want to say it was in Famous Monsters of Filmland magazine. I remember reading it as a kid, and he was talking about doing a trilogy of trilogies. But this was after Star Wars had been out, or New Hope, as yeah. they call it now. And Empire was on its way, and he knew he was going to be doing you know the, the completion of that trilogy. Then he had said that the first three films, he was going to actually release those episode 3, then episode 2, then episode 1. And I thought, well, that's an interesting, you know, idea. Hadn't been done before. This was well before Memento or anything yeah. like that. Of course, when it came time to release the films, he went and did 1, 2, two and three. 3. Uh, and then he said the next 3 in the trilogy, the 7, 8, and 9, was going to be a, a, basically a space head trip like 2001 A Space Odyssey and it doesn't appear that that's 
the path they're taking either. Well, keep in mind, he sold all the stuff off to Disney. Right, but I don't think even he was planning on doing something like that after you know, everything that's happened. Right, but... And I, I'm I'm liking the way it looks right now because it looks like a lot, a lot more serious. Yeah, I was trying to find the words there for a second. Well, so. I'm not sure. Um, I'm I'm holding out hope that it'll be at least watchable. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid the trailers for it. Uh, I've watched a couple of the trailers, but I actively made Kayla change the channel when one came on. Because we were watching the parade, then one showed up. I didn't see it because of his ass. Yeah. And it was just like, no, change the channel. I'm not watching this. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, well... I know jack diddly about it. I know more about it than I want to know. And it's just been a case of, you know, tripping across stuff in other, you know, pop culture-related sites. Um, That's how I, you know... It's how I learned the identity of one character. Mm. It's also where there's been a lot of speculation about the identity of another. Oh. Uh, and. Well, don't tell me anything. I want to be surprised when well, I finally see it. That's why I haven't blurted out anything, right. you know. But anyway. Uh, but unlike Gore and his shit fest of the prequels, I have to say, if it wasn't for the prequels, I probably wouldn't have gained the stores. Yeah. No, you'd, you'd no, have. No. Yes. My parents did show them to me, but I didn't get interested until Clone Wars because uh, we went to Washington, D.C. for my fifth grade trip and Phantom Menace was a video that we were watching on the bus and my friend had a latest bag chip with a clone uh, Clone Troopers? No, it was Attack of the Clone and it was a little plastic piece Uh, that came in the bag. Either way, the point was Attack of the Clones was the one that grabbed you. You're validating the point I was making. Basically, he's saying the same thing I was saying, that Phantom Menace was a giant steaming turd. No, the bag caught my attention, but the movie of Phantom Menace what got me. Well, anyway. I can see, you know, even Lucas himself has said that the generation that uh, that would have been the same age I was when I saw Star Wars, that generation when they saw Phantom Menace... They enjoyed it. They identified with Jar Jar Binks and the characters that, you know, I sit there and shake my head and go, oh, dear Jar-Jar God. Jar Jar Binks was in Phantom Menace. He yep. was in- yes, he yes, was. He was. He was? Yes. Uh, I, I guess you cut out all the racist sounding stuff, didn't you? I was a kid. I was just chilling out on anyway. a bus. Yeah. But I think we're getting a little farther away from uh, the point I was trying to get at was the next one in line. Right. Uh, and the next one we're going to watch is George Lucas in Love. And, as I said, this is a mashup of the uh, Star Wars mythology along with the uh, the then fairly current film Shakespeare in Love. And you'll see a lot of, uh, if you watch it, and you will. Oh, yeah. Uh, you'll see a lot of allusions to Shakespeare in Love and to... Star Wars and the Star Wars characters. Right. You'll see where Lucas got his ideas from. Yeah. There's a short I wanted to find. I still never found it. Yeah. That I wanted to show you. Okay. Um, I don't remember enough about it. Other than it was a... Oh, wait. I think I know what it was. I'll I'll find it after we are done with this. All right. All right. So uh, we'll leave with another little Star Wars clip, and we'll go ahead and, I guess, watch George Lucas in Love. Right. And we're back from watching George Lucas in Love. Now, considering I've never seen Shakespeare in Love, a lot of those references were lost on me. Yeah. But it was still fun to watch because, you know, you can see, you know, through this little short film, you know, which I know is not accurate in any way, shape, or form, but how, (laughs) you know, George Lucas comes up with Star Wars. And it's just, it is so cute, all the different parallels between Star Wars and the short. Right. Now, the whole thing with Shakespeare in Love, it does a similar thing with Shakespeare, uh, getting inspiration 
for things that's happening in his life right. and, and so forth. Yeah. Uh, not maybe as blatantly as uh, the stuff does in uh, George Lucas in Love. Right. But it's still... It's still there. Right. Uh, and I, I really enjoyed it. It was a nice, short film. Right. Very professionally made. Oh, yeah. Completely different look than Hardware Wars. Oh, yeah. You can tell that uh, technique and... The equipment and everything oh, has yeah. improved dramatically since oh, yeah. 78. And uh, so, and what did you think? I liked it. Okay. Had you seen this one before? No. But you have seen Shakespeare in life. Yes. So you got yeah. all the... Okay. I, I think I got the biggest kick out of the end of it when he, you know, starts to, you know, kiss the woman and, like, his mom walks in and is like, Oh, hi, Mom. And, you know, both of them going, Hi, Mom. Yeah. Ah, ah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Now, uh, I snuck in on you um, one that you hadn't seen called Pitching Lucas. Right. I actually hadn't even heard of that. So, uh, it was interesting. I I enjoyed it. It's essentially, what was it, four studio executives show up at Lucas's mansion and... They're pitching ideas for the Star Wars TV show. Right. And all of them are essentially takeoffs or ripoffs or Star Wars uh, mashups with old TV series. Yeah. Like the Six Million Dollar Man, Chips, Chips and Charlie's Angels. Yeah. And uh, the the capper being that each one of them presents theirs, and Lucas basically. Uh, destroys them afterwards uh, using some method from Star Wars. Actually, in order, you know, a method from Star Wars, then from Empire, and then from Jedi. Right. And then the fourth one is smart enough to uh, basically just say, hey, great fan, and leave. (laughs) Yep. So what did you think of Pitching Lucas? I enjoyed it. I I would have uh, added it to the list had I known about it. Yeah, it was one of those that hit me as we were doing this. Like, I need to show him that one. Yeah, as I said, I wasn't even in the least bit aware of this being out there. And it's a cute little film. Yeah. And I like the guy they got to play George Lucas because he looks very much like George Lucas. Yes, he does. And as I said, uh, the guy in George Lucas in Love, uh, Martin Hines, looks similar to a young George yeah, Lucas. I could see a resemblance there. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, the next one on our list is what? Troops? Uh, I think the next one we want to do was Troops. We originally talked about R2-D2, but uh, we'll go ahead and do Troops. Yeah. Because it's another uh, short one. Yeah. And Troops was... Uh, The one I told you that I had on the DVD from the uh, Total Film magazine. Right. Or Total Film and DVD magazine. Yeah. And I had heard about it a little bit, but I'd never seen it. And so when I got the DVD, I was really interested to sit down and watch it. Mm. And I'd, I've seen episodes of Cops, so I was familiar yeah. with it. And this just perfectly captures what you know, a cop's... TV show would be like if it were shot in the Star Wars universe right? with stormtroopers as opposed to uh, police officers. Right. And uh, so if you want to, we can go ahead and uh, fire up troops and uh, leave them with some some more clips. Right. Or another clip. How long have you had these droids? About three or four seasons. They're up for seven. You don't need to see his identification. We don't need to see his identification. These aren't the droids you're looking for. These aren't the droids we're looking for. He can go about his business. You can go about your business. Move along. Move along. All right, and we're back from watching Troops. That that definitely looked like it was cops shot in the Star Wars universe. Right. I, the first time I saw it, I just... I loved it. I was so amazed at how well they had captured the uh, the 
feel of cops, and yet it looked like it was set right smack dab in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. And, of course, there was a lot of little callbacks and stuff to uh, Star Wars Episode Four, Right. Uh, with Baru and Owen and the, the state that Luke finds them in when he comes back. And yeah. Everything. So, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it, too. Yeah. Again, Tom we don't... Tom Servo. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Tom <laughs> Servo. Is that something you can buy in, like, stores online? Is just, like, a replica Tom Servo? Most likely. Oh. I don't know. It's essentially a gumball machine with, you know, parts added to it. Well, yeah. the beak, as you say, was a uh, That's like where a you got the gumball pin. from. Hmm? No, a regular gumball machine, it's about where you get the gumball from. Right, but the... Um, or no, I'm thinking Crow's the one that's a... Uh, it's got the bowling pin. Bowling pin, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. That, that was actually kind of cute. It was cute. Yeah. So, so. Uh, our next Star Wars short fan film... And Troops, by the way, was made in 97... So it was about two years before George Lucas and Love. Yeah. And once again, production values on it, you know. So much better. So much better than, you know, Hardware, Hardware Wars. Hardware Wars, yeah. But Hardware Wars still, you know, that like I said, oh, yeah. there's a spot in my heart for that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, the next film uh, we're going to take a look at is uh, True, uh, sorry, is uh, R2-D2 Under the Dome. Now, R2-D2 Under the Dome I was doing some research trying to figure out because we were talking about where yeah. it had come from. And it apparently was made as a publicity thing for, uh, I believe, Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, was coming out. Oh, okay. And they released the DVD as an exclusive at Best Buy and some of the other yeah. stores. Uh, it had been shown on StarWars.com and had also been released another place online. I can't remember where it was now. Right. And, uh, or no, I take it back. It was uh, shown on Fox, they said. So, okay. Uh, uh. But uh, the DVD has all three segments that were made available. You know, they're yeah. all three on the DVD. And the DVD was exclusively at... Uh, it was Best Buy, and I forget the other stores Yeah, um, that it was available in. But, but it was part of a family of stores. Right. And uh, I just happened to get lucky and run across it at one of the pawn shops one time. Yeah. And uh, so I grabbed it up. The uh, trailer for it is on the Blu-ray set and was actually, if I remember correctly, they said on the DVD for Attack of the Clones. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah, that's just the trailer, though. That's not the full movie. Right. So, uh, I guess, uh, go and finally use the TV and sit and watch this. And <laughs> Yeah, we'll go, uh, take a look at this one. This one's a little longer. This one's a 20-minute, uh, short. Right. And, uh, then we'll come back and, uh, we can discuss R2-D2 Under the Dome, which is a, let's, let's make this correct. Beneath the Dome. Beneath the Dome, sorry. That's okay. Uh, it is a uh, mockumentary about R2-D2 and his rise to stardom and his humble beginnings and all of this uh, malarkey. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. So we'll leave him with another wonderful clip and we'll be back after watching R2-D2 yeah, Beneath the Dome. Leave with the trailer on this one. We probably actually could this time. We'll see if we can find that thing. Okay. A story of passion. You're a feisty little one. Of tenderness. I've never seen such devotion in a droid before. Of courage. That little droid did it! This fall, Lucasfilm Limited takes you beyond the mystery. When I saw him, I said, ah, oh, this guy's perfect. 
you know, I hope he speaks English. Behind the facade. He and I have been at odds, and uh, there's actually a lawsuit pending, so a lot of this I can't talk about. R2-D2, Beneath the Dome. All right, and we're back from watching uh, R2-D2 Beneath the Dome. Yeah. Now, I don't think I had ever actually sat down and watched this. I may have at some point. A lot of the DVDs I've watched didn't really stick with me. Right. But, uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was a cute little mockumentary. Right. Now, this was done by people that were involved in the making of the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. So, unlike the other films we've talked about and we've watched, uh, this is not truly a fan film, but part of the idea with this, too, was to look at some of the Star Wars product that's out there on video Yeah. that's not the, the, the main six films. Right. And this one is kind of an unknown property. I mean, obviously the the big Star Wars geeks are aware of it, but your average Joe off the street that uh, just is aware of Star Wars and is waiting for The Force Awakens probably doesn't know this DVD's out there. Uh, it's like the, the Ewok films. They probably don't know those are out there. And they're right. out on DVD, too. So... Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see it. I thought, you know, it's short... So, uh, we can talk about it, kind of mention it. Yeah. And we talked about putting the trailer on, and the trailer itself... Was like six friggin' minutes. Yeah. So, uh, you got an edited version of the trailer. <laughs> but uh, the whole uh, enchilada, all three segments, is only like 20 minutes. Right. And each of those runs like six Six and a half eight. minutes. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, the trailer was almost as long as one of those whole segments. Right. And um, so we just gave you a taste. Yeah, give, give you a taste of it. You really want if you short of a short trailer. Yeah, if you really, really, really want to see it, you can go find it on YouTube. It's not that hard. Right. In fact, the whole three segments are on there. The trailers right. on there. So I mean, you can go find everything we've we've watched on YouTube, as far as these shorts go. Right. Which is you know kind of. Uh, a neat thing in a way because as I said when I wanted to see Hardware Wars when it first came out I had to go to the library commission I had to put in a request to check out the film and then I had to have it sent to the library and I had to uh, make arrangements to use their uh, projection booth because I didn't own a 16mm camera I didn't own a uh, projection screen right and um, I did and but a couple friends of mine uh, came in. They had not seen Hardware Wars, and it just so happened they were here at the same time that I had gotten the the. Uh, I don't want to say the. I don't know what you would say. I managed to secure the viewing of Hardware Wars. Right. So we watched it. I would say two or three times that day before we turned it back in and uh, we were quoting lines out of it and <laughs> laughing about it and just having a good old time you know with it so. yeah oh. but um, the other film we uh, we're just going to talk about it because we actually watched it when we started uh, going over the idea of doing this special uh, episode well, not just special episode, but special um, project of yeah. watching a bunch of short Star Wars-related films. Yeah. And uh, that is a, a mashup film called American Jedi. Yeah. Now, I had... Ne now, keep in mind, I only knew, you know, about half of it because I'd never actually seen American Pie to know the other references that were being made. Yeah. American Pie is actually, it's a cute, uh, it's enjoyable, it's funny. Uh, it's a teen sex comedy. Yeah. But it was very well done and did so well that it inspired what? Several uh, uh, sequels. Well, I think there were four theatrical sequels, wasn't it? Because there was American Pie 2... American Wedding and American Reunion. So three 
three theatrical re, um, sequels. And then a few other, like, scattered about, like, yeah, American like, Pie Bandcamp. Oh, yeah, there's, like, four or five, if not six, direct-to-video American Pie sequels as yeah. well. And the only thing those have in common with the American Pie franchise most of the time is uh, the um, the dad <laughs> is in all of them. Yeah, uh, ah. Eugene Levy. So, but they usually get other uh, characters from the originals in there, like sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I watched um, American Pie Bandcamp once. Yeah, and I remember. I guess the dudes yeah. from like the main, like run of the American Pie movies. Stifler. No, not Stifler. The I guess he was a teacher or a principal or something. But I remember him going. There's another Stifler. Yeah. It was like his younger brother or something. Yeah. Right. I think it was actually uh, what's his face's dad that said that. Maybe. Might have been. I don't. Yeah, know. Anyway, I'm not gonna. But anyway, so American Jedi is just a mashup of Star Wars and American Pie. Right. Now, which Star Wars specifically? Because it's like it was early well, it was on, wasn't it? Obi Wan when it was uh, like younger Obi Wan, so definitely uh, Phantom Menace. Right. Well, the whole plot of American Jedi, the whole plot of American Pie, was that these kids wanted to lose their virginity before they graduated, and the whole plot of American Jedi is that before Obi Wan can become a Jedi. He's got to get laid. He has to, right, and so yeah, it, it kind of goes from there. But it's a young Obi Wan. Uh, you've got a Mace Windu character in there, so that puts you in the uh, the prequel territory as yeah. well. You know, it's uh, but it's a fun little movie, fun little yeah. uh, short. So yeah. Uh, I didn't think to ask you when we started, before we switched to this, what did you think of R2-D2? Uh, oh, I enjoyed it. It was actually, I liked it. it was, you know, nice. It was cute. Short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well made. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, American Jedi, as I said, is not nearly as well made. The production values are not nearly as high as the other films we've watched other than Hardware Wars. Right. Which, as I said, is 78. So. Yeah. But at the same time, it's still a very well-made, very well-done short parody fan film. Yeah. So. Uh, so. So, of the ones we've watched, which one was your favorite? Troops. I like Troops, but I also like the American uh, Jedi. I really like Troops. That one was... That was your favorite of them? But yeah, I, I would have also, to say. I like the Pitchy Lucas and Lucas in Love, so... Yeah. yeah. So I liked all of them, really. I mean, I enjoyed all of them, but above everything, I really liked Troops. I, I liked every one of them as well. I guess the question is, if you were going to pick one of them to show to someone else and say... Hey, here's a really funny, here's a really cute, you know, Star Wars related film that won't take you 10 minutes to watch. Which one would you show? Uh, I'd say for me, that would probably still be Troops. Yeah. Because most everyone is familiar with cops in some capacity. Right. And how that style is. Yeah. And most people have seen the first Star Wars, the official first Star Wars, which is, you know, New Hope. Right. Kayla? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hard because I want to show them all to my uh, friend Connie. Yeah. Well, you have to pick one. Well, you can can actually show her all of them, but which one would you show her first then? Because you have uh, to start somewhere. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Hey. Um. No punching the host. Uh, yeah. Well, this would take forever if we just let her pick. So. I like watching the smoke start to, you know. Yeah, I, I, 
I don't want to fry her brain too bad. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's kind of getting late. Don't do it. Yeah. I pretty much went in chronological order. You know, we jumped a little bit out of there. There was a 90... Like I said, uh, Lucas in Love is 99. Yeah. And Troops was 97. Yeah. But, um, you know, still fairly close in time. Yeah. You know, we started with the original and worked our way up to the most recent ones that had been done, which were the R2-D2 and the uh, American Jedi. Yeah. So. so. Anyway. Anyway. So. Uh, uh, at this point, you know, we, we said last week we'd wait until, or not last week, but last episode. Last we, night. Yeah, last night. Uh, that we'd wait till today to announce, uh, what our movie for the, uh, for, for the first part of December is, which is our wild card week. And, uh, we settled on White Christmas. All right, that's the, uh, Irving Berlin classic with Bing Crosby and Danny Kay. Is that right? I think. Um, and White Christmas is a kind of a tradition in our household. We always, every year, usually around Thanksgiving. And usually when we're putting up the Christmas tree. Right. We sit down, or don't even sit down sometimes, but we put on White Christmas, and we watch it, and we listen to it, and we enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't seen it when my wife introduced me to it, and I'll get into that more when we start talking about yeah. it next time. But um, we thought, you know, we're going to watch it anyway. Why not make it our our wild card movie? Movie, right. Christmas season, yeah. Christmas classic. Yeah. Now, I'll go ahead and warn you ahead of time when we get to my movie for December. Yes. It's not going to be a Christmas movie. It doesn't. Oh, God, please not a crazy night. No. <laughs> it's not a Hanukkah movie. It's not a movie for the holidays at all. I'm afraid. Yes, you should be afraid. You should be very afraid. It's the fly? Maybe. Is you know, it the never... one with uh, uh, Goblin? Yeah. You know, yeah. I've never actually seen that movie. Uh, I saw it when it came out in theaters. It's a good movie. I was a little disappointed in it. Yeah. But uh, nevertheless, mm. good film. Another David Cronenberg film. Oh. You know, you, you need to get some Cronenberg. So. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, it's like a disease. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, well, I guess that's it for this episode, right? Uh, did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah. So good meal, good short films. No, we just need a nap. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, so I now, will agree to that too. So we'll wrap this up and uh, go to a nap. Yeah. So good meal, good nap, good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.